0: Keith Butler's now spoken with several media outlets, and in each event, he's broached the subject that no one's been able to publicly broach around here for a really long time. And that is this. In not so many words, Mike Tomlin is a control freak. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Butler, of course, would not refer to Tomlin as anything in a derogatory spirit. In fact, in acknowledging that Tomlin had been calling defensive signals For many years, including, as he revealed yesterday, back to the last couple of years of Hall of Famer Dick LeBeau's tenure. But Butler did acknowledge what any coordinator would in that setting, and that's that he sure would have welcomed the opportunity. To which I have two glaring questions that pop to mind. One is this. If it's so okay, meaning all the way up to Art Rooney, that Tomlin was calling the signals, while he had an established and presumably fully paid defensive coordinator on his staff, if it was so okay, why was it a secret? Really? Why did no one, until Butler, after his retirement, Just come right out and say that. Hey, we've got a little bit of a different operation here. I'm the head coach, but I also call the defensive signals. It's not like Tomlin wasn't asked. That question came up countless times over the years, and it came up again more than once this past season. Every time, Tomlin would just respond with one of his standard, uh, we all have a finger in the pie or something or other that made it all sound like a big jumble and whatever. So we as reporters aren't empowered to, you know, put someone in an orange jumpsuit and torture them until they answer the way we like. That'd be all anyone would get. That's one question that I have. If it's so okay, why not just say it? Why not just say it? The second question this one matters a heck of a lot more, is what, if anything, is Art Rooney going to do about this? Because unless I'm misreading this, Rooney would have had to have known about everything related to Butler and even going back to LeBeau. So if Rooney were to all of a sudden take action on it, wouldn't he look hypocritical, having given this procedure his blessing for more than a decade. You see what I'm saying? That's when this starts getting really, really sticky. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. So picture this, you're Art Rooney. You've seen everything that's gone wrong over the past year, in particular with the management of the coaching staff. And I'm sorry if I come across as Uh, you know, somewhat repetitive on this issue, but I believe this is foundational and I believe that the rest of the organization's problems emanate from this core and that if you can solve this and create more of an air of general accountability, it could manifest itself in a positive way on the actual football field. But if you're Rooney and you don't like these things that you've seen and heard and you bring Tomlin into your big old office on South Water Street overlooking the practice fields and you say, Mike, we got to talk, man. This is no good. Lots of things went wrong. You're going through coordinators like toilet paper, man. You haven't figured out this offensive line situation. And you're going through offensive line coaches even faster. What are we doing here? What can we change? What needs to change? If you're Tomlin, you can look right back at him and say, wait a second. What are we talking about here? You were okay with all of this. Now you're not? Why not? Because it got out in the public? What's the problem here? That is the scenario that concerns me. That one right there. Because there's no way Rooney can claim ignorance because he'd look even worse if he acknowledged that he didn't know that Tomlin was calling the plays. So he's going to be put in a position, including when he meets with reporters, which is going to happen pretty soon, by the way. Does that once a year after the season. And he's going to have to address this and my guess, especially given the Steelers' way, when it comes to this sort of thing, is he's just going to downplay it. Yeah, that's, that's just Mike. That's just just the way things are. You know, it's the way things have been. We'll get back on the horse. We didn't like the way the season finished. Blah, 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 blah. You're not going to get anything that's substantive. You're not going to get anything that remotely resembles action. Not on this front. Take that to the bank. And no, this really isn't about Terrell Austin as much as it is about the offensive coordinator. Because if you look at Austin, you know, he's got credentials. Depending on your perspective, they're either good or bad, depending on what years you picked, what circumstances you choose to accept or ignore from his time in Cincinnati. I'm okay with Austin being promoted because he's he's a defensive coordinator you know he's got that experience I'd feel a whole lot better if there were a search and at least there have been a couple of names that have come up as coming into Pittsburgh for interviews if you ask me, that's all window dressing. And way more important, if you ask Butler, because that came up with him as well, that's also, in his eyes, window dressing, because he believes Austin is going to get the job. And it's not like he wouldn't have known. So nothing Rooney does now is going to affect the defensive coordinator. And, and uh, that's not the end of the world. It's the offensive coordinator that continues to be the vexing issue here. It is the giant elephant in the room, and it is an elephant that only knows how to make sideways passes on third down. And if Rooney were to feel that somehow because he was aware of all this stuff with the defensive coordinator or whatever, that he's in something of a, a more sheepish spot to do anything about it, then he's not going to be aggressive and make the change that's needed at offensive coordinator the way he was a few years earlier in almost unilaterally bringing in Todd Haley. And that, not just the scenario, not just the outcomes, but that whole dynamic is part of what's really killing the Steelers where it counts the most. When we come back, just one question. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Welcome back, it's time for today's Just One Question. And this one comes from John Murphy. He is out in Redding, California, and he asks, DK, I hear people saying that Ben hasn't officially announced his retirement because he's drawing it out to be dramatic. Isn't it true that if he holds off on retiring until June, the Steelers' cap hit will be smaller? Uh, John, it's nowhere near that dramatic. But I am genuinely glad that you asked this question because it allows me to address a couple of points. One, yes. The official filing of the papers, meaning the retirement papers, that's what matters when it comes down to cap hits and other technicalities. If Ben were to just blurt right out that he's done, he's retiring, it wouldn't have any impact on that. As for why he hasn't actually done it, my belief all along was that Ben would prefer to have a formal retirement press conference in which he can formally and appropriately address and acknowledge and thank a whole ton of people. Most really prominent athletes do this. It's extraordinarily rare for one to not do this. And it's that much rarer for one to announce their retirement in a post-game setting. Uh, As someone who was crammed into this interview room in Kansas City can attest, that wasn't the place for it, man. It just wasn't. Uh, They had just gotten off the field with a tough loss. Anything that you start doing to talk about yourself looks or sounds to some people as if it's selfish and self-centered. And really when you're a legit team player the way Ben is, your mind's not there anyway. You're not about to get into thanking Ashley and the kids and everybody else, you know, in Findlay, Ohio, and who helped bring you along and, you know, start talking about the late Mr. Dan Rooney and everything. It's It's just not, it's not where you do it. I've felt all along that Ben is going to have his day, that it's going to be in a formal Steelers press conference room type setting, not in a basement in a 55-year-old stadium eight states away. And that's it. That's really all there is to it. Uh, As far as whatever it could have been that you were reading or hearing, I don't make a habit of telling people what sort of habits they should form as it relates to media, but I can say that piping up on every single silly rumor uh, or wasting energy on every single rumor that gets floated out there is um, not a great usage of time, energy, or brain space. It just isn't. On one hand, I appreciate as much as anybody the proliferation of social media and the opportunities that's afforded to a lot of people, it also gives a voice to a whole lot of dummies. Let's not soft pedal that. And people love to be heard on things. They really do. And they even describe themselves as insiders and experts and all this other nonsense. Uh, wherever it was that you heard that, my friend, Tune it out from now until the end of time. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one tomorrow.